what's up, what's up, Rolling Thunder listeners? Oh, it's me, Keith London, coming to you guys with another episode, another segment. Hey, you guys. <clears throat> so, I was thinking over the last few days. Don't worry, I didn't hurt myself by thinking. I was good. Anyway, I was thinking. So, I had to think back of why did I, my birth digress when I wasn't competing? Right. What what was I doing different that made me say? I mean, that made the birds lose their breaking power, right? So I kept thinking about it, kept thinking about it. I said it was selection. It was selection, but what it was was I failed to. Let me see what I, what I call it. I failed to... Hmm. To move forward with the times. So... I lost a lot of birds <clears throat> over those years that I knew I should have kept. Right? There were those birds where you know it can take it to another level or you know you need to put up with you on a fly... Oh, I want to fly two years. I want to see if I can fly three years. That thinking messed me up. Whereas in the past, I wouldn't do that. I would fly birds that long sometimes. But, but if I saw one at, at, at the, the first season, I would just put it up. Just like I've been doing the last few years, this last past few years. I have birds in my kit that I know I should put up. But, but in the attempt to try to create a, a really really good kit I keep flying and lose them so and that's what I was doing I see birds that I know at the end of the year I say you know what I should put this bird up and breed off of it but I kept putting them back leaving them in the kit and losing them so it was like wasted and that's what I was doing wrong that was my dilemma so this year at the end of this year I had Hands already been to clear all 2021, all 2022, and I was thinking about putting them back in the kit. And I said, What am I thinking about? What am I doing? So I took her and put her up. Had another one that was this year bird. It was off a pair that I know I wasn't gonna make no more birds off that pair. And I kept some on the hand that was flown that was good. And me knowing that I'm not gonna put the pair back together next season was going to put the bird back in the kit. It'd be another hand loss. So, I took her. I threw her in stock loft. Um, same thing with one of the cocks. Off a pair of hybrid. Um, this was the second year. Second season. I am putting this pair back together. But the cock it was a cock bird. He was so, it was one of the blacks. One of the blacks that's always spinning in my kit. Right? So I said, you know what? I just took him. He had some fillers that was like um, frayed, a little frayed on his tail. So I plucked them all out and threw them in the stock loft. And then, on top of that, this year, when I'm going to put my birds down, I wasn't going to put them down. I said, what the heck am I thinking about? Keith, who are you? Do what you do. So now he's, he's going he's to be part of breeding, breeding season for 2023. And that's how I always bred. And I, and I stayed current and I stayed 
get, kept getting better. I won't allow my I was going against everything I thought of, not just by selection, but about my practices as far as putting birds up and stuff like that. I was going against all that myself. Um, so I just took these birds out there. So there's three birds on my main kit. Oh, four. Now the young bird does the same thing as the black, a sibling, a hen that was coming in really nice too. Our, to take in mind, there's four of them birds still left in my main kit. Let me see what I mean. I'll take that back. Let me, let me go back a little bit. Let me see how many I got my main kit. Two, yes, yeah, four that remain in my main kit. This would have been the fifth one. So I said, you know what? I took her off the second team and put her up too. So that's a step in the right direction right there. So I was kind of sabotaging my own self. Like they say, sometimes we get in our own way. And I was getting in my own way. So I put them birds, them, them birds up. So and the thing about it is, I know they're going to work. <clears throat> I'm almost 75% sure they're going to work to where I want them to work. And the other 25%. They may not work like I want them to work, but they still going to work. You know what I'm saying? So they still be worthy. Um, so, in essence, I don't really think I need to um, the South African birds right now at this point, but I'm going to use them. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to create a subfamily of my birds and those so that's going to be a whole nother project. It's going to be on the side. But it's going to be the South African and my birds. I'm still going to make my birds. But I'm still going to do those two on the side. So that's my project for them. So. <clears throat> I got it all planned out. It's going to be a three phase. Program. It's three phases. Three parts to each phase. So. Phase one, one, two, and three. Phase two, one, two, and three. Phase three, one, two, and three. By the time I get to the end of phase three, they should be straight. And if I do it right, they're going to be better than what I already have, even though it'll be led to the birds I already have. You know what I'm saying? And then I will do is I'll start infusing those into the other family to make, a, make them all of them even better. That's my plan. Now, don't get me wrong. I've always thought this way. I thought the same as that way when I did, did the Jerry Higgins birds. It was the same thing. But I, but I didn't break it down to phases. I just did it. And, then, and, then, and I look back on it. It was in phases. That's just how it went. The one that I tried to do it that way, that's just how it came out. Um, so I know the phases right now. So it's going to be a little different. It's going to be a conscious effort. And the doing the phases and flying and selection and stuff like that. So I'm going to give you a breakdown how the phase, how it works. The first cross, first generation cross, right? Okay, you breed the first generation, when I breed the first generation, I'm going to fly the babies. And depending on how they come out, depends on what I do next. So if they come out more on the South African side of things, they go back to some of the better or best, the better or some of the best size of my original family. If they come on my side of the family, they go back to South African fighting side again. And I fly those. And then with those, I make those together with the different South African crosses, depending on how they perform. 
Everything is based on performance. Not looks, not color, not type, none of that. Eye color, none of that. All performance. Not just the role, performance. Role, rolling is part of performing, but that's not the performance. The performance I mean is you have to kit, you have to spend with a certain quality. I'll take a minimum quality and a maximum quality, a top quality. Um, you have to have speed and they got to break. That's what I mean by performance. They got to break, they got to break with the team, as a team, as a team. I was only bringing those ones that break as a team in. Uh, they break with the team in. That's the only way they're going to come in. They still have to have a certain amount of quality, a minimum quality to come in. So to break it down, have the minimum quality. So if 2.0 is the best, they can't be under a 2. Point, a 1.4. Can't be under that. So I say 1.5 and up. They got to be up in there as far as quality, overall quality. If a 2.0 is best, Mm. They can be a 1.4 only if they just some hard work and breaking birds. That's the only way they can be a 1.4. Only way. But then that bird's mate would have to be a 1.7 or higher. So, just give me an idea how, um, how I think. That's what I'm thinking. That's normally what I think. I'm just, I'm just saying it out loud now. I, mean, I always thought this way, kind of way, since I've been starting brief a competition. But now I'm saying it out loud. That's the only difference. Um, so, and then I'm going from there. And by the time third generation come, they'd be both sides. It'd already be part South African, part London mix in there. So it won't be, it'd just be, it'd be different, a whole different family. I'll give it that family, that side of family name, because it'd be a different family. It won't be smoke, and it won't be South African. It'd be, it'd be whatever I decide to call it. Um, and those birds are only mate to each other. They won't go back to my other side of the family. They won't go, and that didn't stay. Those, both side of birds got to have that. And that'd be a whole other family. Now, I would bring those birds into the other family, but I won't bring the other family without that South African stuff into that family. If you guys get what I'm saying, by the time I get to phase um, three, part three. So, um, <clears throat> if I do, it'll be for some other reason. It wouldn't be for, for, for straight performance. It'd be for whatever reason, whatever reason. Um, reasons like, um, let's say, they all start to come out selfs, and I don't want them to be selfs. I do some a, something like that to to put white flights or badges on them or uh, whatever it may be but I would do that but I won't but come, I won't bring no birth from the outside it just be what's already in there so that's the only way I would change it um, and besides having get competition birds I still want a variety I want a variety I still want a variety of pigeons I'm not going to bring nothing in I have everything in I have everything there only thing I won't deal with too much of I won't have to deal with probably at all is dilute gene because dilute gene pretty much don't pop up in my family anymore. So that's it. Dilute gene. I don't have exotic colors like opals and stuff like that anyway. So I ain't got to worry about that. It'll just be markings and stuff like that. But anyway, so you guys get my drift. So like, yeah, like, let me go back to my, my original purpose of doing this and let you guys know. I figured out why 
my birthday that because it was birds I flew. Even when I wasn't competing, there were birds I know that was hard working, real good birds, and try to break. And I kept flying, you know, because I wasn't competing, you know, no big deal, just flying them, just enjoying them. Because I could take a few of them birds and put them up. Well, I could think of a few, like, like the hens I lost this year, um, middle of the year. I lost my tortoise shell, she was, she was a last year bird. My black white, also a last year bird. My check, the check I lost, she was a 2020, and these are good hens. I lost, I lost more hands to the Falcon than anything, it seemed like. Okay, then I lost um, a few others, but those are some real key, 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 key birds that would have went back into the law. Because my cocks don't change too much. They change, but not like the hens. I, you know what I'm saying? Um, so, the cocks that... that um, that come into love, I, I hardly ever, ever bring in the outside cock. Hardly ever. Um, but I bring in, so I'm bringing three. They all South African, and three and, and three hens. <clears throat> Actually, four. The fourth be four hens, but one hen. I keep her on the hush for right now. You guys need to know where she come from until I start flying the babies off of her. It'll be a surprise. And I, I acquired a bird from um, Art Martinez as well. That was a cox. That was one of the um, cox. The reason why I could, could go back to the original, my original birds anyway. Well, related to my birds anyway. I, I never knew his birds are. Well, I knew, but I didn't put it together. I knew the Courtney birds. <clears throat> at one time, I thought he changed birds, so I never knew he had the same family. Where, um, Jack and that bass, my birds are Jack and that bass too. Smoke and Jack and that bass anyway. So it, it, it should work pretty well. I've just seen a bird he was showing or selling yesterday. And I commented on the bird and I said, I wouldn't mind having that. So I was going to buy the bird. But he told me I can have it. And I'm just giving him a report on how he produce. No problem. So that's that. So I like his birds breaking power. I like his birds kitten. I like mine a little deeper than he have is sometimes, but I like the way they kick. I like the way they break. So, getting depth, I got I have birds for depth, no problem. That won't be a problem. But anyway, so I was allowing myself to try to fly these birds that I knew I should I should be holding. So, with that said. I gotta pause for a minute and I'll get back to you in a few seconds. Alright. I had to do that. You know, I had to pay some bills, you know. And get, and get everything, keep everything moving along. But now, people, now if you guys wanna help me keep everything going, keep me making these podcasts, go on um, send a little love donation. I think it's what $4.99, $5. Or you can do $20. You can do whatever you want to put. I think the minimum is $4.99. Go on, support your boy. Let me keep this going. All right. Um, I'm just sharing everything I used to, how I used to think. I'm sharing how I used to think with you guys. So nobody never knew why I got pigeons 
what prompted me to get pigeons, what I did, what were my train of thoughts. So I'm gonna give you my train of thought. I'm giving you my train of thought so you can say, hmm, maybe if I try this or if I try that, or open your open up so you guys will do the same thing. That's all. Um people always trying to say it's like it's all so cut and dry sometimes. Just do this. Just do this and do this and you'll be alright. But people say that, but look how many people are really actually alright. <clears throat> um there's one person, well it's more than one, but it's one person, the next person I really want to talk to about rollers is um uh, what's uh Mark Ritter. I really want to talk to him. I just want to have some good convert out conversations with him. In general, just talk rollers. That's, that's who I really want to talk talk to. I really wish I can go visit him, just hang out for a weekend, just talk to him about rollers. I don't need no video, none of that. I just want to talk, look at some birds, and give me his views on things and stuff like that. That's all. That's why I'm gonna talk to him. He think he's in. I think Mark Ritter's in Minnesota. Minnesota, I think. That's one person I want to talk to. Um, him, um, Rick, me, Donalette, uh, Heiner, kind of. Um, there's a few people, other people. Let me call that some names. Um, just talk to one on one. Just talk to. Um, I don't need no video from them. Just need to talk to them. Just hear their views. Whatever I learn, you guys learn. <clears throat> Especially now. I only told a select few back in the day what I used to do. <clears throat> you can tell them what I told. Yancey Clark was one um, back in the day. I expressed my views with um, <clears throat> Anthony Farmer and a few other people. Um, <clears throat> some club members. Um, Bobby Clayton and Steve Russell, I expect my views in them, but they have their own views. Um, you know, different conversations. Efren Lopez, David Lopez. There's some of my friends that just hung around. Me and Ray Bond talked about some of my views. So what I did, I tried, I tried to not follow all the cliches. Just I put the cliches to the test. And all these. <clears throat> Anecdotes everybody use these the way they do things. I put all that to a test at one time or another and found out a lot of them sucks to not to be untrue, hold no weight. Um, so I figured out my own. And, and I don't think you need to fly a bird for two or three seasons to see how good it is. I don't think you need to do that. Um, just because you fly a bird two or three seasons, don't mean the bird's gonna be a good producer. I'm telling you that too. It's not true. If you breed your birds right, your good performance end up being your good producer if you line it with the right genetics. Period. They ain't say they're gonna produce all champions, but they produce a high percentage of good ones. You gotta remember what you put in your birds is what you're gonna get out of. I tell everybody this all the time. So if you get that bird with that undesirable trait that you don't really want and you put it in there, it's gonna show its head one day when you really suspect it. So sometimes you get these birds 
even though it might not be a finished project, you flew it that first year, and you see it, and you think it can replace some birds in your loft. You actually know it would, just based on its performance and the bird in your loft performance and how they produce. Pull it in. I'm not telling you fly your birds two seasons. Now, I got a five-point system. That bird can't get five points unless it was flown two, flown two seasons because it take the second season to get the last two stars. You get five stars, but it only can get three in the first year. That's most thing in the first year is three. Other two come in the second season. And that's based on main, maintaining what it did and increasing. Because most time you fly a bird the first year, if you're on the right track, them birds get better the second year. Now, I have taken birds that were threes the first season and, and not bred off of them the second, not flew them the second season. They turned to be super good and in the loft. That comes from doing your bird's traits and physicality, everything, everything about your bird. How do you act? I mean, how do you, how you train them? How do you fly? How do you trap? I mean, there's a whole lot of stuff that show their intelligence. How do you act when they're in the loft, when they're in the kit box? I mean, all that's really important. That's what Tiny Biker taught me. He say, you got to watch your birds, watch them eat, just watch them. I do it all the time. And that's the only time I don't. If not, I'm not gonna hurt. I'm not gonna feed them in a hurry because I gotta either get 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 somewhere, uh, uh, a, a family engagement I gotta do, go to or something like that. It's the only time I don't really watch them. But on a regular day, I pour the food in there and I just I put a little bit in there. I don't throw it all in. Just a little bit at a time. I still make them work a little bit for the feed while they in the lockdown. Um, they get more now on lockdown because right now they just fell apart. I mean. Some of the birds look so bad, look like turkeys right about now. And I thought they would have went through the moat sooner, but I wasn't giving them, they, I was giving them um, like a, a 12%, no corn, and I want enough protein to get them to go through a proper moat. So I started giving them 12% with a little added safflower, and they falling apart. So by the time um, April come around, late March, April come around, they had to get strong feathers I can put them up with they better fly so that's my plan with them but you don't have to um, you don't have to fly birds two seasons people if you see this show they need to show you in one season because of the circumstances we fly under pull the bird in I mean if you say if your gut feeling say Keith or whoever you are your name Pull the bird in. The same pull the bird in. Pull the bird in. Pull it out the kit. Because trust, believe. Next time you fly, that's when the bird is going to get taken. It always happens. Why it happened that way? I, I can. I cannot say this enough times. Can't reiterate this enough. But it does happen, and this happens to everybody. You rather you think about stocking, and then you say, oh, "I'm going to fly one time." Boop. And you say, "Dang, I was thinking about stocking the bird." Everybody has that story over and over and over. I don't, I'm not allowing myself to have, keep having that story. When some birds are really nauseous to put up, whether it's going to take take from the kid or not, they got to go in the stock law. I look at it like this. It'll be greater later. So that's what I do. And that's what I'm doing from now on. Unless I don't really need it. So I could, I might say I could stock that, but I don't really have to. But the birds I stock are birds that I planned on stocking before they even came to be who they are. So that's why they're in the loft right now. It's um, 
three hands, actually three hands and two cocks. They in the law. And, and now they go in, somebody got to, somebody had to come out. Ella, I stocked the bird this year. That I know I didn't need. And, and I had a bird that's a really, really, one of my really, really good cocks um, off, the, off Blue Velvet. I met this couple this weekend and they was really excited about this bird. So you know what? I let them get them two cocks. Because I had two cocks I pulled out the kit that I really, really wanted to have in that breeding loft. So I, I sacrificed that for somebody. That's what I did. For somebody I met for the first time. Yep, that's what I did. But anyway, it's not about that. It's about me getting better. I'm making these birds right here and sharing my experience with you guys. Yeah, because um, I look at it like this: if I do good and allow my light to shine, it gives everybody else the permission to do the same thing. So I'm letting my light shine. If I share with people when I uh, my thoughts on doing good, it gives other people the same permission to share their thoughts or, or to learn something from my thoughts or my actions and my. Um, I want the things I do with when, when it comes to the rollers. And that's all I want to do. I want to share with you guys. I want all you guys to get good. You know what I'm saying? I want you guys to get good with your birds. I want you guys to think you have to have my birds to get good. Because you don't. Um, just got to have some good quality birds. And just understand those birds. And, and do whatever it takes. Not whatever it takes. But take, take the proper steps to making that family your own. And make it better. Everybody talk about um, one thing I hate when people say you gotta just have this person birds to do good, but that person don't even have all just their birds to do good. I mean, think about it. I mean, just think about it, people. People tell you you gotta have all this person birds to do good, but you gotta understand for for them to do good, they didn't have all their birds. They got some birds from somebody else. Their birds came from somebody, and they did a little twist or whatever the twist was. Might even not not even a twist about bringing another pigeon. It might have just been a twist about um, making them different from the person he got from. But most dudes won't tell you if they bring it across and estimate their birds elevate. They won't tell you that. Some guys won't tell you that. Some guys will. I'm going to tell you, every time when I did that, if my birds took off, I had a plan. I always had a plan on what I expected from the birds. That's the thing. You got to know what your expect, expectation of those birds is. Because they can't come in and give you what you expect and not take you way forward. They, now, they can exceed your expectations. Like, I had a few pairs that exceeded my expectations this year. Um, about three or four of them that exceeded what I expected. So, it's like, and those are the birds I brought in. Or two of them. So, anyway. I, I, I just want to share that with you guys. I want you guys to listen to what I just said over and over. Just keep listening to it. Keep listening to it. And then you're going to pick up some every single time. Like me, I still look at the pencil book. I read the pencil book. I still read it. True Spinner Rose, I still go through and read parts of it and say, oh, okay. Your comprehension level changes and it grows. You should allow it to change and grow. But with that being said, I'm going to end this segment. So you know what we're going to do, right? We're going to select. We're going to breed. We're going to fly. We're going to select again and repeat. Keith Dunn and Roller Agenda. I'm out. Peace.